Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Lodge in Austin, Texas. Sally is not here today. She's got a lot of stuff going on. I think her and Will are leaving town this weekend. She's stressed out doing running errands. I don't know. Anyway, Brett Merriman is filling in for her. Brett, what's up? What's going on, man? Call to the bullpen. Yeah, you got called up like uh, half an hour before we started recording. Yeah, I was ready to go. You're, you're about to go get a pump, a pump in. I, I was. I I even had. I have beat elite in my system right now. So that's an energy thing. Just too, means then, you'll huh? be podcasting at a higher level. Yeah, I think it has something to do with the oxygen in your blood, right? Yeah, cool. no one really confirmed. Knows. Uh, I think I can speak for Dave in saying that we're happy you're here. Well, did happy you, to be here. Did you call it the pull pen on accident? Yeah, no, I called it. That was on purpose. Oh, I was going to say, because I kind of like that. Why is it on purpose? The pull pen? What's the pull pen? Because you pull? Yeah. Do you? He crushes. Pull what does he crush? Pen. Come on. Come on. All right. Well. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Dylan. Of and course, Dave. man. Yeah, what's up, producer Dave? Letting the beat ride still. Nobody told me that Brett was doing the pod today, so I walked in and Brett was just in here, like on his lap. I was like, dude, you've been up here grinding? He wasn't. I mean, he was grinding, but. Just grinding in, uh, grinding at home. Did you go to the bean today? Nope, no bean today. Um, went, did a big grocery shopping run yesterday at the local HEB. So I had some cold cuts. Cold cuts for lunch, a little salad. A little Italian sausage, maybe some Italian <laughs> cheddar. <laughs> Man, it's Something almost like two that. minutes in. The beat is still riding. Nobody's, hey, who are you? We're down. Are we oh. fully down or are we? And she's off. Wow. Man. You can't let it ride for too long. Especially with uh, Brett. Brett doesn't know the ins and outs. Yeah, I don't, don't want to throw know. him off. I've heard that's a, a Dave joint when the bead rides. Yeah. Will keeps trying to cuck that bit from Yeah, me. apparently Bastard. Will's stealing that from Son Dave. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all got to take it easy on Will, man. He's not doing anything wrong. He's doing his best over there. Uh, look, we have a hotline. Yeah. The number is 888-362-MAIL. That's M-A-I-L. Today it's M-A-L-E, though. <laughs> Because the three oh. of us are men. Wow. 888-362-6245 is the phone number. Leave us a voicemail. Or you can write in if you would prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio, at Podcast. Are you guys ready? Let's hit it. Look, one of these questions, and um, I'll, I'll prepare you all before we actually get to it, is the deepest one, in my opinion, we've ever had on the show. No shit. Um, and this has been we've been doing this for... Gosh, a year and a half, and I think it's the deepest one so far. Uh, in my opinion, okay. as a dad, I think it's the deepest one. When you say deep, as in like the most introspective that we have to be looking for an answer. The most like emotionally uh, provoking. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I, full disclosure: I'm coming in. I'm blind on yeah, these questions. That's so. that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, we have seven questions today, two of which are voicemails. Uh, let's let's get into it. The first one is a voicemail, and I will play that now. What's up, Sally, Dylan, and Dave? It's uh, OT from El Paso. A very close uh, family friend of mine, the the dad, he uh, he told me and, and a couple other uh, of us that the best way to uh, figure out if you're going to marry a woman is to go on a vacation with her, preferably out of the country, and uh, pay the airline to lose both of your uh, luggages. I don't know if that's a word, but... Uh, anyway, is that the move? I know all of you are in, uh, pretty serious relationships. Would you do that? Um, how would you feel if your partner did that? I'm just wondering, uh, 
because it seemed kind of like a, a great idea. So, interested to hear what you guys had to had to say. Bye. What? First of all, you won't. You can't pay an airline to lose your luggage. They're, they're not going to do it. Right. Like, uh, sorry, Sarah, but we can't like intentionally lose your luggage. Um, I don't think you can. Yeah, that that's it. Doesn't that's work not a that thing. way. No. I I so, don't hate the idea of like some like manipulating some sort of intentional ad- adversity. Look, I don't I don't hate the idea behind going on an international vacation with your significant 100%. other because shit's going to go wrong. You know, I mean, stuff's going to happen on vacation, especially when you're traveling internationally and you're there for, you know, let's call it 10, 12 days. It's going to be a long trip. Yeah. A lot of uh, logistical uh, maneuvering, you know, trains and flights and, and passports and, you know, money exchange, all that kind of stuff. Stuff's going to go wrong. Right. And so that might be a great way to to find out if you two are compatible and able to, like, handle situations like that together. But you can't pay an airline to lose your luggage. Yeah. Slip the guy a 20 to fuck it up. <laughs> like, uh, sir, we're going to go ahead and put it on the plane if that's okay. Yeah. I I don't – is that even a possible thing? No. Uh, no. No. An airline will not do that. So whoever told you this is full of shit. They've never actually done it. Now, if, you're, if your luggage were to accidentally get lost, yeah, dealing with uh, dealing with a situation like that while traveling, it might bring you two closer together or push you apart because that it – it's a lot of stress adding to the mix, you know? What is, like, the worst thing that, say, I've, I've never gone on an international vacation. No, uh-huh. I, I guess I have. But never, like, to Bali or something right? for 12 days. Like, what is what is the worst thing somebody you're traveling with can do the whole time? I have my answer. But, like, what's what ticks you off the most? Oh, ticks me off? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Tell me... Tell me what yours is, and it might inspire uh, an answer for me. Mine is a like a complaining situation. Like if you're complaining about the food, and then you complain about the weather, it's just like we're people. We're here to have fun. Like you wanna let's. Add, you want to add anybody? No, no, no. This is not this. I mean, this is it's pretty specific, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not adding anybody. But... That would be really annoying. Also, complaining about like. I don't just being kind of like a shitty American, yes. like looking, you know, like condescending. Oh yeah. Or you know, having comments about like the culture or something like that. That would that would really that would embarrass me. If you, I, and I guess this is where I, where I was more directing it. If you complain about like the service that you're receiving, or you're the like the the bartender or something yeah, like that's that. Lame. You have you yeah. have to fully embrace the culture. Exactly. That's not your culture. You're, mm-hmm. you know, you're in someone else's territory here. You have to be able to fully embrace what's going on there and just kind of roll with the punches. It's not going to be perfect. Uh, the worst thing that, well, I was near disaster when I was uh, in Europe. Okay. Um, I I may have told this on the pod. I'm not sure, but I had a like a little satchel, like a little pouch thing, basically a fanny pack. Basically a fanny pack, but it, it like it sat against my stomach. It was to conceal. I put my passport in there. I put my wallet in there and all the money I had in there. Yeah. And I used a public restroom in Santorini. Okay. And I took it off. And I left it and I slung it over the door. Uh, and there was a lot, there was a lot, pretty much all the money that I planned to spend on my European vacation was in that. Oh, no. Um, and I just slung it over the door. I used the restroom, washed my hands, and returned to the restaurant. 
uh, 20 minutes went by before I realized that I left it, and my heart just sunk. I had my passport, my wallet, of course, my ID, credit cards, everything was in there. Luckily, oh. I went back, and it was still sitting there. Woo. Everything was in it. Jim? Near disaster. Yeah, you don't, you don't, that, that has to be a top, top one worst moment. Yeah, and the, the American, uh, I guess it's the consulate um, for Greece was in Athens, which I don't know how familiar you are with with Greece. Not but close. It's not close to Santorini. In fact, you have to get on a boat to go to it. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. So, it would have been bad. Well, I'm it glad. Turned, turned out great. I'm glad you uh, you yeah. didn't have a nightmare situation. Yeah. Although I kind of wish, just for the story, to see how you would have gotten home. I would have lost a lot of money, bro. You know, you, you took cash out before your... Oh, yeah. Got it. Okay. I was Is at the a- Charlotte airport, and they had a, an exchange counter there, and the rates are better if you do it there. Yeah. And if you... And the the rate's better the more you take out or the more you exchange, mm-hmm. which I didn't know. So I was like, oh, I better get a lot to be safe in case I, you know, can't get money out while I'm there. Sure. So I, I just load it up. You know what's funny, though? It, it, I guess when you're in Greece, was that – it might have been mid, like, Greece kind of debt situation. Oh, yeah. Do they not like American dollars? What are they – is it euros or I, what? I brought euro okay, there. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I would have figured they'd be like, oh, yeah, give me your American dollars. But, but they, they're very accommodating to all tourists because yeah. it's one of the industries that's, like, actually going, them, going yeah. well for them, I think. So, anyway. Yeah, th- I feel like there's there's a better way to figure out if you all are compatible <laughs> yeah. than uh, trying yeah, to pay might. a TSA agent or whatever. I don't money. hate, like, say you, you grab, like, her wallet and you lose your wallet. You'd be like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? I, I don't think that's a good idea. Okay, I'll, I'll one do it one better. What if you you pay a couple people to like fake hold you hostage and rob you, and you just see how she reacts under pressure with like a pistol to her head? You could do that. You could do that. You could do that. You could um, like she goes to the bathroom in the restaurant. And you just dip, fake your own death. Yeah, see what happens. There's many ways to find out if you're compatible with someone. Yeah, and again, like <laughs> trying to slip the uh, you know the, the counter the person behind the counter at, at the check in. Fifty bucks, like, hey, uh, if these fell off the, uh, the conveyor fell belt the there, plane, yeah, <laughs> like, sir, we're not gonna do that. Probably a security risk. You ready for the next one? This is the one I'm talking about. It's long, <clears throat> and it's uh, well, you'll see. Hey guys, first I just want to say I really admire how Dylan is transparent with his relationship with the homie and his mother. I have a homie of my own, and his mother has remarried. I'd love to be able to say her new husband is a total dirtbag, but honestly, he's a great guy with a much more established job and living situation. Most recently, he took my son and his mother to Disney World over Christmas. On that note, he already has taken both of them on multiple vacations, as well as fancy gifts for birthdays and holidays. When my child comes over, I can't help but feel totally incompetent in terms of what I can provide for him. Last weekend, when I was tucking the little guy into bed, He asked me why I didn't love him enough to have an Xbox in his room or to take him to Disney World. Wow. I reassured him that I loved him unconditionally and we would go to Disney at some point. However, I totally lost it once he went to sleep and it has been eating at me ever since. I work 60 to 70 hours a week doing manual labor just to afford a two-bed apartment so he can have his own room. Do you have any suggestions for how I can reassure my son that I will always love him and be there for him even if I can't spoil him as much as I would like. I've been thinking about bringing this up to her, but that would be pretty hard admitting that I'm a loser. Jeez, dude. 
Sorry. It is hard enough seeing her so happy, but I just want my son to know his father loves him. He's a six, he's six years old and a great kid. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. This guy's not a loser. No, no dude, no, he's the opposite. Not. Absolutely, seventy hours absolutely of, of busting your ass yeah. to provide for your kid like that's just fucking to give him awesome. his own bedroom. Like absolutely. you're not, a, you're absolutely not a loser. But like I was saying, I think it's because I'm getting older, maybe, and then, and or maybe because I'm like developing a relationship with significantly my son. older. Thank you, David. Uh, I get like more emotional these days. It's, it's, I'm a wreck sometimes. When I read this, like I guess it was a couple nights ago, I was just an absolute mess. I mean, I didn't like like full on like cry, cry. But I got choked up and a little bit teary. I had to had to take a little walk and, and kind of chill a little bit. I don't know, man. Uh, this one really got me. Um, obviously, I'm a single dad, so it uh, you know it kind of resonates more with me. But um, let me say this: this person did not leave contact information. They submitted it through the website. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like for you to email me so I can give you like a more direct response. Please email me, Dylan at Wash Media. Um, also, so like the point of child support, for those who don't know or just haven't really taken time to actually think about it, is to like even the playing field between the mom and the dad. So when parents split up, um, in the state of Texas anyway, the court, the goal is for the child not to favor living at one place over the other. So if mom or dad lives, you know, on a golf course with a badass pool in a nice neighborhood and the other parent has, you know, an apartment on the you know, bad side of town or whatever. They don't. They don't want that to happen. They want mm-hmm. the kid to want to spend time equally, you know, with the mom and the dad. So that's the point of it. And in Texas, it's like, um, I believe the way it was with us, with my ex and I, it was twenty percent of the difference in our salaries was what our was what my child support equated to. So it's just a way of like evening up a little bit, you know. Um, and, but then you can't account for stuff like this. You can't account for the mom finding someone who makes a ton of money and wanting to spoil them. It's tough. It puts you at a, a huge disadvantage, and it, it can make things tough. Um, I think it's I think it's safe to talk to the mom, though, and be like, look, if you could maybe chill with the, the lavish vacations and the gifts and all that stuff because I'm, I'm working my ass off over here, I'm not able to do these nice things for him, and it, it's making me feel... A little inept mm-hmm. um, not that he is inept at all but it makes him feel that way in comparison to this other guy who apparently has plenty of money to throw around also you don't want your kid to put that much value into material things sure sure, sure. you know what i mean and like i know that's that's something kids do they don't know any better but you don't want that to be like um something that's established into him at such a young age that like oh this is what matters an xbox you know all the brand new toys and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You want them to evaluate yeah, for you know, sure. Value for sure. experiences over that yeah, stuff. Yeah, there, there's some lessons to be taught here for sure. Um, but I think it's totally safe and fair to talk to the mom and be like, "Look, this is this is how I'm feeling because of the situation that's going on, and I would I would appreciate it if y'all would just maybe tone it down a little bit um, with everything you're doing for them." Uh, this is this is hard. This is this is really tough. But you're absolutely not a loser. You work sixty to seventy hours a week, just so he can have his own bedroom in his at your apartment. Like you're you're doing you're doing all you can. Yeah, and she I, she realizes that too. And so, yeah. you know, at at one point you, y'all have a kid a child together. If if you go to her, she's not gonna look down on you for for wanting the best for him and yeah and that relationship. You know, absolutely. I think you're within. You're right, and I think that's kind of the the solution here. Yeah, 
Yeah. And so, and again, you are not a loser for no, for sure. And for again, doing your thing and providing for him. I'm serious. Please email me. I have some other stuff I want to say to you. Uh, Dylan at washedmedia.com, please. To the next one. Hey guys, love the pod. My wife and I listen religiously together with our golden retriever Molly. Shouts to oh, Molly. Shouts to Molly. Major shouts to Molly. Can I can I interrupt real quick? I'm sorry, Dave. I saw more golden retriever puppies. Yeah. This weekend in Houston, Ooh. and Dylan, I know you're on the fence too, or not? You're not, not even on the fence, on the edge. Uh, yeah. Well, this person's ask, going to ask about my dog situation. Sorry. Coming. No, it's no, it's fine. I need I need to get that out there. But Mo- Molly's a very popular dog name too. Yes, it is. I know many Molly dogs. Dylan, we all know you had a basset hound earlier in life. They're a tight pooch. Much respect. What kind of dog are you thinking about getting when you and the homie move into the new place? Sorry if this makes no sense. I'm drunk. It made, it made plenty, it made <laughs> plenty sense. of sense. Yeah. It made sense. Um, yes, we are We are going to get a dog in the very near future, probably spring, summer-ish. Um, yeah, I've been – Basset Hound um, is my favorite dog. I've, I've had a Basset Hound. There's currently a Basset Hound in Parks' life still. His grandmother has one. Uh, they're awesome. They're low maintenance. They're low energy. Uh, they just like to chill with you. They're smart but stubborn, so I kind of respect that. Like they know how to, they know all the commands, but they just they don't really want to take the time to do it, which is cool. They're, they're cool dogs. Um, but I think we're gonna get a golden retriever. Man. It's the current leader in the clubhouse. Yeah. Um, I just I've always loved golden retrievers. All American dog. They're not. They don't have the uh, I I they I know they they have energy but they're not like a lab type mm-hmm. energy or a Weimariner. They gotta be they gotta be cooking all the time. Yeah, they they need to be active. I get it, but but that's fine. Uh, we're gonna have yard and and all that stuff and neighborhood to take them on walks and stuff. Uh, so yeah, I I think a, a golden is is the winner so far. And it's, Randy's a great dog. Randy if has had some influence here too. Randy's so, so tight. He's looking forward to mentoring this dog. <laughs> Maybe I, being godfather. Can't think of a better mentor slash godfather than Randy. Yeah. For a dog. I hate when it's raining like this because I can't I can't take him out to the park. So I try to wear him out inside. And yeah. it's just, I feel bad. Like, he knows. He yeah. knows when it's cloudy and rainy, he's, like, not going to the park. And he's just kind of sad. I haven't decided male versus female yet. You can't go wrong. No, I know. I've only had female dogs in life, so I don't know the. Yeah, I hear you that, man. Uh, I've, I I don't know the, the difference. I I guess. Well, one has a dogs. penis. Well, the other has yeah. a vagina. Yeah, and the demeanor right. and energy uh, levels. Um, I've always heard that guys, typically, are more energetic. Okay. I don't know how true that is. I've had two girl dogs, and Randy, fem- uh, who's a male, and. Uh, Randy's been the most energetic, but our my parents' golden doodle, Sophie, when she was a puppy, she was she had a lot of energy. Sure. So but Randy, you know, he's not the the retriever though, it's like it's not an aggressive breed. It's the opposite of it. So, you know, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So that's I don't think you can go wrong either way. I can't wait, man. I'm excited for you. I need another pup in my life. And it's gonna be a pup because Parks Wants to see it like grow up. Sure, He's very adamant about that. So we're gonna we're gonna choose together. A little golden puppy. Can't oh, wait. Man.
I want uh, like the reddish color, like the reddish golden. The Auburn. Yeah. Auburn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. No offense to Randy, of course. No, it's fine. He won't hear this. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't okay, listen. Good. All right, good. <laughs> Let's do the next one. It's a voicemail. What up, mail and crew? This is my third attempt because, well, I suck at calling, I guess. Basically, the gist is getting in and getting out and being tactical. So my thing is, has politics ever decided whether you see somebody or not? Yeah, I guess that's it. I, I, I met someone, and we agree on everything but politics, and then a few months later I meet someone, and we agree on everything, including politics. Is it shitty of me to think I should be with the person that I agree with just because we agree on everything, or is disagreements healthy? Thanks. Love the pod. Bye. All right, guys. What do you think? Have political differences ever caused like a, a riff so intense in a relationship that you had to end it? In a word, no. Yeah. Um, in another word, I'm, I'm pretty flexible when it comes to like, I'm, I'm not going to get super adamant on either side. And I find people that do to be absolutely insufferable. Yes. Um, Yes. That, that's actually the point I was going to make is I, I, so like if you you picture like a a spectrum of on the far left, you have obviously your liberals on the far right, you have your conservatives. If, Everybody in the middle of like, okay, if you're extreme one end or the other, you're not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Either way, I don't care any, uh, which side you're on. If you're so like hard-headed about your stance politically um, that you like don't want to hear anyone else's, you know, differing opinion, you're, you're not for me. Anyone, in the, anyone near the middle of that spectrum, mm-hmm. uh, I'm down with you. Totally. I don't care. And I'm even down to, to – discuss it if you if you so if you're so inclined i'm not i'm not yeah. leading off with that in the conversation but if you're on the far end of either side to the point where it's you're you're cutting people out like i'm just cutting you out in general yeah those sorry we're not, are, we're not going to get close those people are stubborn and obnoxious and yeah. it, it's a bad look for your party honestly when you take these mm-hmm. these staunch strong stances though like the way you are it's bad look i'm not it's not I don't have room for you. Now, this is a little bit more of a situation that I've dealt with. What about parents or like friends' parents who are, are staunchly you're like maybe your buddy isn't or your girlfriend isn't, but you know like their parents are. That you describe a lot of people in yeah. in our lives, I think. I mean, um like our our boomer parents, a lot of them are pretty conservative, I think. Mm-hmm. Um my my parents are conservative. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're like super extreme, but they're conservative for sure. Sure, same. By the way, that that wouldn't affect me. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone has their own brain and they make up shit with their own minds and mm-hmm. and you go from there. I don't think you hold it against someone if their parents are a certain way. Yeah, I, I'm same way. Like okay. if you're at, if you're hitting a Thanksgiving dinner, say with your in laws, for example. I I I'm just this is hypothetical, and they are staunchly one way or the other. I just kind of tend to roll with it, you know. Yeah. You, you kind of acknowledge their points, and you don't try to. I'm not political argument guy at the dinner table, yeah. so I, I kind of say, "Yeah, sure." And even if you don't necessarily completely agree with what they're saying, you kind of, yeah, give them the I, time I, of day. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't discuss politics. I just don't. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty open minded politically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like a sounds like a safe answer, but I'm pretty moderate these days. I don't, you know. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I'll hear I'll hear you out on either side as long as you have an open mind yourself. Totally, I think yeah. that's that's exactly where I fall. Okay, and I'm, I agree with points on both sides, and I disagree with points sure. on both sides. Sure, that's kind of where I'm at. But. but no, I've I've never like ended a relationship over this to answer this dude's question. Yeah, yeah, I don't really um, I don't really mind anyone who has an extreme political view as long as they can have uh, a reasonable like. Talk about it reasonably without mm-hmm. getting anybody who has any view that, that gets really worked up and takes it personally and like starts, you know, loud talking, especially when they're drinking. That's miserable. Yeah. Like no matter like even if they're on your side, it, it, whatever, it's just like uncomfortable for everybody. There's a way to talk about it. Um, and I, I've never I've, <laughs> I'm lucky. I've never had to end a relationship because of politics, but I have dealt with some. In the past, some yeah. conservative. The people on extreme sides of the spectrum, they tend to look at the opposing people as, like, the enemy, kind mm-hmm. of, which is so stupid. Like, we're in, we live in the same country. This is, you know, right. Uh, we have the same president and the same government. Uh, we're not, you know, we're on the same team here. It's like, you got to calm down mm-hmm. and, and hear the other people out a little bit. Yeah, they, it's, it's, politi- politi- the, eh. it's been turned into, it's been turned into sports. Yeah, what, you know, and everybody's on one side or the other, or or their third side, you know, whatever it may be. But once it's gotten to the point where you're on a team and you're you're one sided on your team, and you won't hear anybody else out. So I'm all set with that. A president isn't exactly uh, uniting. Correct. Both yeah. <laughs> both sides of the spectrum. Oh, that God. is that is correct. That fucking guy. The next one, Dave. My fiance and I were talking about how weird it must be for a couple to initiate a threesome. If the guy brings up that he wants to bring another girl into the mix, it's probably going to make the girl concerned. Obviously, the same is true if the girl mentions another guy. For the life of me, I don't understand how these seriously get brought up unless all parties involved are crunk as hell. It says crunk, maybe drunk is what they were looking for. I I like that it's crunk, though. Or both people have very specific personalities where this wouldn't bother each other. Would love to hear everybody's thoughts. Man, another another question I really don't have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I can't relate. I've never been a threesome guy. Hit um, up uh hit up Connor. Yeah, check out Connor Wanders, the Realness Pod. The Realness Pod, yeah, that's what it's called. He'd be happy to tackle this. Yeah, he, he we've we actually talked to him about this when, when he had us on. Right. And we were all like <laughs> nuts. It's not for me, kind of thing. Well, that, that I guess that was more like um, a polyamorous relationship mm-hmm. than just having a threesome. But uh, yeah, it, it takes a certain kind of person to be to, to be not only down to do this, but to be so open about it to like bring it up with their significant other. Mm-hmm. You don't see that too much. Yeah, especially if it's like later in the relationship, like you've been together for a while. And it's like, yeah. where the fuck is this coming from? Oh, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it, either you think like. You know what am I doing wrong? Like why why are you suddenly, you know, wanting to try this? Or you think like has he been wanting this all along and he's just now bringing it up? Sure, it's weird. I I'll start by saying I'm not I'm not a threesome guy either. I don't I can't imagine myself ever proposing this. But but if you want to, if you're somebody who does on either side, um, I think you have to bring it up in like a game sort of way right like you're playing cards against humanity type of thing and you bring it up as a joke okay and that's where you test the waters 
Man, I don't know. You're still flirting with danger, man. Yeah, you 100%. But if you need if you need to get this off your chest, like I want to have a threesome, you got to be like, oh, you'd be you'd be cool with you know Justin Bieber, and then you kind of work your way down from there. Like, I, oh, you'd be cool with Jim next door. I think you lob one up a little bit. Okay. Like maybe you're laying in bed late at night with your significant other, and you ask them like, hey, do you have any like you know sexual fantasies that are currently unfulfilled that you want to explore a little bit and see what they have to say about it. So you just go, you go direct for the, you, what's you, the, you set yeah. them up. You set yeah, them yeah. up. That's, that's like, that's good. That, I'm sure that's healthy and like, that's good and all. I just can't, no, can't imagine ever saying that. Because you're not a threesome guy, Dave. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe you are. Holy you don't strike me as yeah. If I, I just, if I'm like, I'd go into my girlfriend and I'm like, hey, like, what do you think of like bringing Miranda Kerr in the mix? I don't, I don't think she's cool with that or like a, a friend. So. I don't know. Tread lightly. There's a there's an, uh, a Seinfeld episode. That's kind of show before your time, Brad. I get it. Yeah. Um, but he he makes a point like his girlfriend or something like wants to have a threesome, and he's like, I'm not I'm like I can't, I'm not gonna be a threesome person. <laughs> I I have to like find new friends and like threesome friends, you know. Yeah. And it's it's like a different it's like a different mindset, different culture, kind of. It's weird for me. I would never do it. That's you know what's. Let us know how it goes. I though. guess the and then like the swinger situation that happens, I guess after you've been married for a while or have been in a relationship for a long time. Those are just kinda, couples who are tired of having sex with each other. Right. That that's gotta yeah. be it. Right. Where. Yeah. You're forty and you're like, man, I just keep having sex with the same dude over and over again. I need to mix it up. And yeah. you're like, hey, let's let's. You pitch that to him. He's like, yeah, sure. I could sleep with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Not for me. But it is for some people. Hey, yeah. no judgment. Whatever happens behind closed doors. All right. Doors. You know All what right. Saying, Dave? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Dylan, Sally, and Dave. Sally's not here. Let's try that again. Hey, Dylan, Brett, and Dave. Hey, Dave. I like that better. Last weekend, one of my friend's girlfriends fractured her ankle and is now living the walking boot life. Today, my friend reached out to the group text and asked if people would like to pitch in on flowers for his girlfriend. Is this a trash move or am I being cheap? Flowers aren't really expensive, and I don't feel like this is an expense for the whole friend group. Thanks for the advice. Love the pod. <laughs> this is a lame what? move. This is a sorry move. What? First of all, I, I, she's fine, all right? She doesn't need flowers. Yeah, people get hurt every day. Yeah, she doesn't need flowers. She doesn't um, have, like, a debilitating disorder. And if her boyfriend thinks she deserves flowers because of her fractured ankle, walking boot. Then, I didn't uh, get you flowers. And you no one got me up. flowers. We just we just made content and laughed. <laughs> Yeah, no one got me shit. People just made fun of me. They made gifts <laughs> and videos. The internet just roasted you. Yeah, I just got roasted. Uh, she doesn't need flowers. No. This is ridiculous. It's not like, you know, it's not like she just lost her, her mom to, you know, cancer. Jeez, so, like, the most, okay, if you get, like, an elaborate bouquet of flowers, you could spend maybe, if you want to get crazy, 150 bucks. Yeah. Spend 200 bucks. You can go crazy with 200 at a, in a florist. You could go wild. That being said, that's I know that's not a drop in the bucket, but you can do you can get a nice bouquet of flowers for under a hundred bucks. You should not crowdsource a bouquet of flowers no. for your girlfriend. No, that's that just like <laughs> no. This is on you. This bro. guy has no shame, dude. Go. You need to go like garden, uh, like go garden to garden and steal flowers, like before you start hitting up your boys, saying if they'll. Get, do the GoFundMe for the bouquet? Can you can you imagine That's like so at, stupid? Like, 
unironically sending this group text, like being like, hey, uh, Alyssa, you know, broke her wrist at school. You guys down to chip in for the flower? Like, how, how do you have that thought run through your head? I mean, like, I wasn't even there. So like, I, got, I didn't break her ankle. And you group just text add, like, is multiple like, people from, like, Dallas that you know. It's yeah. <laughs> is the group text, like, five people and, like, you need, like, ten bucks from each? Like, that's unbelievable. Yeah. No. Just don't. Yes, this is a trash move. And it, it's, uh, you have every right to call this person out and be like, dude, what? Maybe this guy's in college. Like, broke boy shit? Send him a Venmo for, like, 69 cents or something. Yeah, do, like, Stick a shot of, him. buy him a shot or, of, like, Everclear or some shit. Here's a power move. Send send her your own uh, flat floral arrangement. Oh. Just you from you. And be like, I didn't crowdsource this, baby. Message, though, Dave. Y'all ever no. do uh, edible arrangements? Move. Those fuckers are expensive. No, no. but uh, I think we got one at the office one time. We've gotten multiple edible arrangements. And they are, they're delish. As, like, a 20-year-old college kid with a a serious girlfriend at the time, I thought it would be cool to do, like, an edible arrangement to her her office. Um, 140 bucks later, I was like, no, that wasn't that cool. She didn't love it. I mean, she liked it, but it wasn't worth it. Wait, what what was it again? So you actually did pull trig on it. Yeah, I did. $140 edible arrangement. What what were the edible? It was, like, uh, chocolate. It was, like, a fruit basket situation. Like yeah. flowers and fruit and shit. Don't do that. Why? No, no. I was. I'm oh. just saying in general, as as a college student, don't do that. What a sweetheart you are. Yeah, it was nice. Never doing that again. It's too much sugar. <laughs> That's all you think about. Yeah. Too much, too sugar. much sugar. Send it back. All right, Micah. It's true. No, I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I can't pitch get in, over this. Pitch this, in for this flowers. This might be one of the most. <laughs> No. What if this is the? I'm sorry. Like the most broke boy thing I've ever fucking heard. Were your friends responsible for the broken ankle or something? Did they? Yeah. Did they collectively push her off of a, like a a ledge or something, and she felt like wh- why? Why my? What? She got like dunked on. <laughs> yeah. I, I would. I would uh, not only say no to this. I would relentlessly make fun of this guy. Yeah. If if he asked me for for money for flowers for I'm his hoping no girl. one took the bait. Cause that would suck if oh, like I'm everybody's sure like, did. all right, yeah, man, well, I got twenty on it. Like, and then you're Ugh. the only one. And then at that point, you're like, okay, I don't want to be that guy. I, I still, I think I would hold firm in my position. Like, nah. Send her a card. Or just next time you That's see her, like, hey, sorry about the ankle. <laughs> it's not yeah. a big deal. Bought maybe a nice bottle of wine. Hey, you'll be fine in in four weeks, three weeks. She's in a boot. Not a big deal. She's not even in a cast. It's her boot, right? Is a boot less than cast? What's, you got to think work? boots less than. Were you ever in a, a wa- boot? No. A walking boot is like, uh, unless you're trying to bang this dude's girlfriend. You know what a walking boot means? It means she's walking on this foot. It's true. Which means it's not that fucking serious. Is that if Dave Ruff voice? No. If you if you snap your ankle, cucking my bits. If you snap your ankle, you're not you're not gonna wear a walking boot because they want yeah. you. To, they don't want you to put weight on that. It wasn't thing. like a compound fracture. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Maybe if she had the leg removed, yeah, then, yeah, flowers. Uh, you need, yeah, right. you need to that's do a, flowers plus. That's a hospital visit. Hospital with flowers visit. in hand. Maybe buy her a puppy. Sorry about, sorry about the the one leg situation you're working with now. Conduct detrimental to her life. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we uh, fractured ankle. <laughs> sorry, we threw you off the uh, the roof. <laughs> Oh. oh, all well, right, folks. We have one more question. First off, love the pod. Y'all are the best. 
For the majority of my life, I've been deemed, quote, queen of the friend zone, end quote. Not good. Whenever I'm interested in a guy, my natural instinct is to become close friends rather than flirt in a conventional way, even though I've never successfully converted any of my friendships into relationships. Recently developed feelings for a guy I've been close friends with for six years. Sometimes I get the vibe that he feels the same, but other times I'm unsure. I could see a real future with him, but I don't know how to get from the friend zone to the end zone. Whoa. You know what that means, Jim. She's on your one-yard line. We'd love to hear your thoughts. I'm sorry I did that voice in your question. Yeah, that wasn't actually part of the question. No. The Jim Jim thing. She's trying to get from the friend zone (laughs) to the end zone, Jim. I I don't know if she's going to get it. Uh, How do you get uh, from the friend zone to the end zone? What would Booger say? How would I mean, he? <laughs> it's funny. Usually, this question is uh, asked by guys. Yes. Like, how do I get out of the friend zone? Yes. Never have I uh, been asked by a girl. Like, how do I stop friend zoning guys? How do you know it's a, it's a girl? Um, queen of the friend zone. Okay, it could be a. <laughs> okay, okay. Could be a gay point, man. Point made and accepted. Just, I'll say. I'll say this. First, but let's assume it's a girl first to get your. Get your hopes up here. Watch the movie uh, Love Rosie. Love, comma, Rosie. Okay. It's basically just the, the story of the most friend-zoned girl of all time who eventually ends up with the guy. Spoiler alert. Um, so watch that. Get your hopes up. Next, I don't know. Do something Do something crazy. Go to a bar. Get a little too, little too drunk, a little too many RBVs, and see what happens. Make a move. Make a move, yeah. Be bold. That's I mean, what the guys love that the most – when a girl makes a move first, yeah, oh, it's it's the it's the best. Exactly. Obviously, the smart play here is to just have like a conversation with them, like, hey, by yeah. the way, this is how I feel. Do you reciprocate anything? Just but yeah, be bold, make a move. It's just tight. make a move. Either way, you come out knowing the deal, or at yeah. least like for the time being. Like either he reciprocates, and you have a night together, and then like then you can start the whole like what are we situation or. He just pushes you away and like, hey, listen, it's an only friends thing, and you move on. Sure. Ask him to get drinks. Yeah. And be like, by the way, it's just us two. And double, by the way, um, I have things in mind beyond friendship. Boom. See see what happens. Just get, maybe get bold with it. I got an idea. To this person, go into your group text. See if you can get everybody in the group text to send you some money on Venmo. <laughs> get her some. Get this guy some flowers. <laughs> yeah. And then see what happens. Wow. You could try that. Crowdsource the flowers. Crowdsourcing flowers is such a such a weak ass move. Oh my god. What if like that dude starts doing it for every like thing like anniversary, <laughs> birthdays, Christmas, like, hey guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna get her something for Christmas. Y'all mind throwing down? Yeah. Yeah. I figured that since she's like, you know, my girlfriend. No, I yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I think whatever you just said makes sense. Yeah. Don't but- I pictured y'all, like, I, the way y'all described it, it's going to be more like her making, when I hear you say make a move, I get a bar or wherever, restaurant. Uh, it's a little more aggressive than, like, hey, do you want to go on, like, a date date sometime? That seems more, like, awkward, like, if you were to do that. So I think the why, way. Why does that seem awkward? Do you want to go on a date date? I don't know, because yeah. it, it's, it seems like they already hang out. Yeah. So I don't know if she needs to just be, more like, super blunt and forward. Like, That's what I was saying. Like, I by the way, this is, like, not yeah. just going to be a, a friend date. Well, There's a little more to it than that. Take a take a couple shots, get ruin a friendship, and and see what happens. I don't know. I'm not the guy to ask, but you gotta be prepared to uh, 
burn this bridge if yeah. it doesn't go well. Sure. Sure. That's a, that, that's a risk. But you can't not take the risk, though. If you, if you right. like, have legit feelings for someone that you're friends with, it's worth the risk, I think, or else it's going eat to eat away at you forever. Forever. And then they're going to get a boyfriend and or whatever, or don't. a girlfriend, and it's going to fuck you up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, man, missed opportunity. Exactly. Gotta... You'd rather, you rather make a move and know than not make a move and forever kind of be like, what if? Doesn't work out. You'll, you'll find a new friend to replace. Yeah, and it sounds like if she's the queen of the friend zone, this seems to happen quite a bit. Um, just start making moves. Yeah, you got to think. Just earning, start making earning moves. the nickname Queen of the Friend Zone. She's it's probably not her first time. Also, if it's like Queen of the Friend Zone, is that different than just being a perpetual dater? Because I know some girls who are just like who, who haven't really had boyfriends ever. They're they're cute girls and like funny and nice and and all, all that, but have never really been relationship people because either they want to be single and they just want that casual connection, or they're like too forward too quick. And they meet some guy first date. They're like, oh, here's what I can see for our future. Queen of the friend zone lady seems like she just doesn't know how to act when she gets, she gets like a crush on someone. That's so she fair. just bef- befriends them and, and treats it super casually, I guess. I don't know. And, and what sounds like waits for him to sort of dictate the course of the relationship. Yeah. Turn the tides, babe. Be bold. Shoot your shot. Yeah. Huh. Take a risk. Shoot hey. your shot. Ah, shoot or shoot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It worked uh, worked on me, so. Oh, oh <laughs> shit. Look at this. It sure did. Hey, um, I know we uh, asked you to come here on short notice, but do you have a bonus question? Dylan and Dave, I have two <laughs> bonus questions. Wow. We only need one, but go ahead. I'm going to hit you with two. Here's the first. All right. If you could be a stud in a sport, over the course of a decade. So you are all-star, you are pro bowl, you are anything. What sport and what decade? Are you specific, like 80s, 90s, 2000s, a 10-year span where you can be a stud in a sport? Oh, this is easy. Okay. This is uh, 2000 to 2010 PGA Tour. Because oh. it's post. it's in the middle of Tiger's prime. Everyone's making hella money because of Tiger. And... That's it. I, and by stud, I mean, I could just mean like Matt Kuchar top tens, backdoor and top tens. <laughs> That's still like I'm making uh, like nine digits. Yeah. I don't hate that Ten answer. Ten digits. That's a great answer. That's yeah. a very I've always good said answer. golf would be the sport I would choose to go pro in if I could. Right. Um, but to answer your question, I'm going 90s MLB, and I'm just oh. juicing. You're just hitting dingers? I, I will not. I will, any steroid you put in front of me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to inject it. I'm just going to juice Corking bats. I'm gonna cork my bat. I'm gonna juice. I'm gonna bang on trash cans. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit 48 homers a year. Did you see what Stanton I'm get paid. said? So I, this is off topic. Did you see what Stanton said about if he knew what pitches were coming, he would have hit. Like, he he said he would plus. hit 80 plus. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's wrong. No, no. What did he hit that year? Fi- uh, 56, I think. 54. Oh yeah, he's definitely good. 59. Going. Most even? people don't know how hard it is to hit a major league pitch. I or certainly know. Yeah, I didn't make it to the major. No, it, it is it is the hardest thing to do in baseball. And when you don't know what's coming, when you, they can throw ninety eight or they can they can throw a nasty sixty eight mile per hour curveball, you don't know from the same like arm slot. It's impossible. We've we've to, talked on to know what's coming. It is an enormous advantage. Yes, 
we've talked on, I believe, circling back before, that the first time you see, like, 90 in high school, you're like, oh, no. Yo, yeah, Dude. it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. like, so, just, this is what it's like. Yes. I remember Chris Bauer. Dude was the first. He was the kid throwing absolute yeah. gas in a in little league, and I, I don't think he was touching ninety at that time. But I mean, he was definitely upper seventies, eighty. Sure. And we we were just all up there, and no one knew what to do. People <laughs> were trying to bunt. People were scared. <laughs> it was like just absurd. Please throw a ball. Yeah. 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 Man, it's shocking. It is the first time you see that, and it it just sounds different too when you're there. You're like. What am I gonna do? I mean, say what you want about the uh, the steroid era of Major yeah. League Baseball, but it was fun. It was fun. What are you People doing? People are Brett? saying I I am a '80s hockey player, mm. like Gretzky territory, because okay. just something about the the camaraderie, the endorsements, the kind of the party atmosphere. I'm not exactly that guy right now, but I think that'd be fun to to come up and be that sort of like. I don't know. I'm nostalgic for that that period specifically. You like the hair, the hair, the the bars, the like the the flights with the boys type of thing. Okay. I think that would be tight to be an '80s superstar hockey player, or like or a kind of out of left field, like a a skier from 2010 to today, like a super tight downhill skier or something like that, because uh, that. Would be a cool travel lifestyle, I think. <laughs> Downhill skier? Not down, just some some sort of skiing event where you're, like uh, the Lindsey Vaughn, but the male version, I guess. Bodie Miller kind of had a little bit of a run, but I think uh, either one of those would be tied. Okay. Not bad. Um, question number Good two. Good question, by the way. Question number two. I am recently in a long-distance relationship. Uh-huh. I... Haven't really done that before. Okay. What are your, do you have any do's, don'ts, tips, and tricks of LDRs? No. Nah. <laughs> 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 no. What, um, what, I have my own, like, what I think not to do. Or okay. Do, but. Okay. Um, and I think. It, it definitely adds an element of challenge to a sure. relationship. And I we're sort of lucky because she's in Houston and I'm here, so it's not like it's not bad. It's not New York. Two and a half you know, hours, yeah. Um, but with the advent of like FaceTime, we FaceTime pretty consistently, talk uh-huh. on the phone pretty consistently, and try to always have an, another time we're going to see each other. If say say I visit Houston and be like, all right, I'll see you in two weeks or see you in four, whatever it is, always have something planned, uh-huh. whether it's a trip or a visit or something like that. Other than that. You just kind of it's it's a both we kind of live our lives and and still enjoy each other's company whenever we can. Lauren and I whenever we see each other, we we tend to talk about the next time we're seeing each yeah. other like the day after or like the day mm-hmm. one of us has to leave. Yeah, to have like a somewhat of a timetable like when are we going to see each other again? It's helpful for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh not not much we're not in the FaceTiming. Okay. Surprises are important. Spontaneous oh. things, yeah. Um, you know, whether it's showing up unexpectedly or having something planned, like we're gonna do this in two weeks, or you know, just sending an edible arrangement or crowdsourcing flowers, <laughs> and just you know, at the office, just stuff that's important, mm-hmm. just to be stay top of mind. But yeah, it sounds like you're doing fine. I think yeah, figuring it out. I guess I did. I was when I was, lived in Denver, 
uh, my girlfriend at the time, was in Boston. I don't think I did that one very well. So, because we broke up pretty much immediately when I got back. So it, en- it ended. Yeah. Um, that being said, you learn a lot in that situation. Sure. So, yeah, it's not always easy, is it? Any any tips or tricks though? Let me reach out. Let me know what you guys do. Well, guys, it's over. Did you all have fun? <laughs> it is over. Was that a little dramatic? It was. I had fun. We'll be you'll, you'll be back next week, though. I of hope. course, I'll be okay. back next week. Did you have fun, Brett? I had a great time. Yeah, this thanks is, for filling in, player. Of course, appreciate call, you. Call from the bullpen. Hey, anytime. Listen to Circling Back. If you don't check it out, it's our flagship podcast. It's it's uh, I think really good, really funny. Uh, some of you I know only listen to this one, and that's great. But check it out; you might like it. Uh, yeah, just, just search I, for Circling Back wherever you listen to your your podcast. I agree. I agree. All right. Once again, the hotline number is 888-362-6245, or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Malin Podcast. Happy birthday to Jordan. Who's Jordan? I got a, a, a listener email a couple weeks ago. It is Jordan's birthday week. She's a huge fan of the podcast. You can't you can't give a happy birthday to Jordan and not give one to Parks. So it's a bad precedent to set. Bro. So go ahead. And and everybody's fix, gonna want a birthday to shout out. Happy birthday to Parks, the homie, as well. Yes, Parks Hope is he my son. Enjoys his gift, and he will. Fuck you, Dorn, for not inviting us to his birthday party. Look, no friends are invited, man. I'm sorry. We'll make it up to you. All right. All right. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.